Hey everyone, welcome to the show. It's the 37th edition of the Off the Monorails podcast. Yours truly here, Jordan, joined as usual by my two fellow co-hosts, Justin and Ryan. Gentlemen, how are we? Doing well, brother. How about yourself? Doing fabulous. Same here. Just peachy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't sound like it. Uh, (laughs) Good vibes only. I guess I'll be the first to say... Happy Halloween weekend, everyone. Hey, Spooky season is upon us. Dad yep. tax season is upon us. Oh, man. I'm going to crush all yes, the sir. candy. It yes, has, sir. The snack bowls be full. How shitty is it that Halloween's on a Monday? Dude, it's always on a, a weekday. It's so weird. Oh, it's always like a Monday or a Wednesday. It's just... the Monday. That's got to be the worst day to have ever have Halloween fall on. Like... Honestly, I can't complain though, because I mean, because of my work schedule, this Shut actually up, works Justin. out really well for me. So, <laughs> for once, I'm happy about it. Because everybody works Friday, Saturday, and I've got Sunday. the weekend off too. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's just like, but I got the, but I got the my week off of work for that. Well, it's just too, like so. a pain in the ass because you've got to get the kids home from school or you're coming home from work and then you got to get everybody fed and changed and then get pictures and go trick or treat and then go back home. They got to get, they got to get to bed, go to school candy in the morning, candy. get swamp ass and got to get another shower. Yeah, it's just like the process, man. And then like, you know, you're going to be fighting everyone in traffic because they're trying to do the exact same thing. So yeah, yeah it's just, it's a whole lot of fun. Being on a Monday, and then you're gonna hate your alarm the next yeah. morning. Yep. So, yeah. or you get up in the middle of the night Not and me, eat some tootsie rolls while everybody else is sleeping. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> Follow me for more tips. <laughs> oh man, Ryan said like he's done that a time or two. Yeah, he wouldn't know from experience or anything. Right. No, three uh, kids. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So looking f- very much forward to uh, Monday evening. And the uh, the trick or treating that will commence and ensue. Yeah. So, do you guys have any favorite Halloween um, songs you like to kind of play as you hand out candy, or you know, how do you guys normally handle your Halloween going? Uh, here lately, uh, especially my youngest daughter Avery, uh, the Haunted Mansion theme song is just on yep. repeat Grim for Grim her. Ghost. So yep. that's kind of our spooky season anthem for this year. Okay. Which. I'm not complaining. I mean, that's a that's a classic. Um, but I like the Monster Mash. I, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty nostalgic. Yeah, we uh, we've got a good good playlist. So we usually do it, and um, every year as we hand out candy, and it's yeah, it's just a whole. It's just a really good time. We'll usually go over to uh, to my sister's house and hand out candy there, and swap off. And uh, you know, our our neighborhood's very 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 much into Halloween and bunch of decorations people flock to our neighborhood to go walk around and pass out and get candy and it's just uh it's definitely an event for sure so very much looking forward to that so yeah sticking um with uh the halloween theme we'll have a episode topic around that kind of build around that here and just just a little bit um but before we get to our topic today uh we'll take care of a little bit of housekeeping and tell you about our website, offthemonorails.com. And go check it out. Uh, we've got a blog there. And uh, Ryan, you want to tell them what they can find on the blog at offthemonorails.com? Sure thing. Yeah, uh, anything from uh, dining reviews and, and dining experiences, 
uh, to some of our trip recaps, festival recaps. Um, we're trying to add some more stuff to it as well. We've got a lot of things that are um, coming up in the next few weeks. Um, some things that our uh, parents just went and done. We're going to get kind of their side of the story and we'll kind of tell it from, from their point of view. Um, I'll probably try and write something on the blog for that, but pretty much anything that we've done that we thought you would like, um, we've put it there and, uh, there's a lot of great info. If you, if you like reading, um, it's a great way to, to take in some information because, uh, there's some good reads on there. Yeah. And it's a good resource for, for you to save. So if you're preparing for a trip or going on a trip and want to kind of save information. So when you get to Disney world, you have that handy, then bookmark it and refer to it. It's good, handy resource. Absolutely. Yeah, it's perfect for uh, if you're on the plane ride over to Orlando, by all means, pull it up, read it. There's some good info there. Uh, follow us on the socials as well. Uh, we have uh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram is our daily driver. We're pretty much across the board on all the social platforms. Just find us at Off the Monorails. On YouTube, you can find us at Off the Monorails Podcast. Uh, and speaking of our YouTube, we have a running short video series uh, titled On Track that is to give you short, straight to the point uh, tips, tricks, and tutorials for navigating the My Disney Experience app. And uh, fellas, you can back me up when I say this. That app is always changing. There's always something popping up in there on every update. Mm, yeah. So uh, we're always trying to chase it down and see what's new. And uncover it, and if it's important enough that we feel it will benefit you and your time in the parks, we will cover that information and throw it up there for you. But uh, check some other stuff out on there as well. We have some uh, slide POVs that Jordan uh, has been throwing up from different stays uh, across the Walt Disney World Resort. And uh, we have a few more things coming in there as well. We've done a live stream uh, recording before, so make sure you hit subscribe follow whatever it may be on all those platforms and uh, stay up to date with us. Yeah. It's, it's a good idea to follow us uh, and make sure you have your notifications set and turned on. So when you are notified, when we post new content or go live, such as on Instagram uh, to be made aware uh, because, you know, we're always going to different things, different events, going to the parks, going to the resorts, uh, eating really cool things and Justin will be at, in, a, in about a week's time or so, uh, will be at the holiday party. Yeah. For the first time. I'm yep. jealous. Looking forward to that. Uh, trying to uh, figure out what that's going to be like. You know, uh, November is going to be kind of warm. So trying to imagine celebrating Christmas in early November. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to have a good time with it. Can't wait to see my yeah. son and see his interactions with it all. And and you get Snope. Snope. It is Snope <laughs> season, baby. So we've made yeah. it. Yeah. So hopefully the weather cooperates with it and cools down a little bit to give you that little bit extra feeling, you know? Yeah. We need spirit uh, jersey weather. We do. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, this will be it'll be the second party uh of the year uh, for the for the event. So we're getting in there early, uh, getting you guys all the content we can get and to let you see what it's all about. Um, and it, this will be a first time visit for, for us and for Justin. So 
looking very much forward to seeing everything that comes out of this uh this event especially like all the exclusive treats and yeah, all that stuff yeah oh i'm sure ooh. there's going to be a popcorn bucket in sight and some other exclusives <laughs> so uh november 10th can't get here fast enough all yeah. the hot cocoa and cookies you can drink that's um, all i need yeah exactly so yeah we're only a matter of about a, a week or a week and a half away from from that happening so mm, and then of course we'll uh we'll justin will come bring us back all the feedback and recap it all and review it so that'll be followed here shortly as well yeah, so who knows i might go live on uh, instagram for a couple minutes or something you know you never know have to have to it's, it's a given so stay tuned for all of that and like we said follow us on the socials to make sure you are getting that content with that little bit of housekeeping out of the way guys let's dive into our topic and centered again around the Halloween spirit of things and kind of playing off of our previous episode, episode 35 from a couple weeks ago, where we talked about the Disney villains and uh, things that we'd like to, you know, different perspectives of how we feel and think about our favorite Disney villains. Um, You know, Disney announced at D23 this year that, you know, they gave us a pie in the sky idea that uh, a Disney villain world could possibly exist uh, at Magic Kingdom, that we could see and interact and, um, you know, ride uh, or, you know, have a world, you know, dedicated to Disney villains. And so we thought, why not take that a step further and see what what could that possibly look like what could what could we have as far as villain attractions and rides and theming and what could that look like and what would we prefer it to be so we are going to provide our ideas and our you know what we would like to see for a villain themed attraction so our let the imaginations wander yeah and uh we will hand it over so to kick us off ryan you want to take it away yeah i um i have one in mind right off the rip uh it, it actually took i've thought about it all day and i couldn't really put my finger on like a, a certain concept but then it kind of got to me because as a kid i always liked uh one of the ending scenes in the great mouse detective where Radigan's flying his little Zeppelin around London. So kind of like a Radigan's flight around London. It might be like a little bit of a knockoff of Peter Pan, but it'd be the villain side of things in a little more, you know, dark and sinister manner, but, you know, have him kind of chasing after Basil and, and, you know, avoiding uh, getting eaten by Felicia, <laughs> things like have, that. Have a uh, fidget. And oh, then, yeah. Like an animatronic fidget, that'd be pretty funny. Yeah, fidget's got to be the tail man on the Zeppelin for sure. But uh, I think that'd be pretty cool because there were some pretty like high action scenes where they were, you know, kind of flying around Big Ben and through uh, yeah. around Buckingham Palace and all that. I, I think I've always thought that'd be pretty cool. Like maybe take uh, like instances of like how Peter Pan laid out their storyline, mm-hmm. like have it to where you're leaving uh, that area by the uh, megaphone where the music's playing that he recorded for them and they're all yeah. on the mousetrap. 
have it yep. start there and like just play out the, that'd be pretty cool yeah, yeah. goodbye so soon <laughs> the classic yeah, I, I, I like that, that idea. idea yeah yeah i think that'd be cool um justin what what did you what did you come up with so i kind of pondered the idea because there's so many ways you can cut and slice this up sure uh like you could have certain individual villain themed rides, or would you have multiple kind of like a scare house? Yeah. Like this is kind of what was going through my head. And I couldn't really lay my finger on what I wanted more. Um, so I'll just lay out just both ideas of kind sure. of what I was thinking. Uh, so we'll start with the scare house because I think that will be very unique uh, because you have universal that has their Halloween horror nights, obviously. And they have uh, ghouls, goblins, ghosts, all kinds of you know creatures roaming the grounds of Universal for that. Imagine the you know quote unquote villain land in a special Halloween themed hard ticket event, and all of the Disney villains are roaming around, and you can go to a scare house that's themed from Disney movies. So you have like the poison apple scene. You have uh, Maleficent turning into a dragon, you know, stuff like that going through different scenes of the scare house. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really, really cool. And with the advancements of Disney technology, I could only imagine what they could do with that kind of idea and, and running with it. So it's like I said, it was, I, I can't really pinpoint how they would do it, mm-hmm. but just the overall concept, I think that'd be really, really cool. Now, switching over to a individually themed villain ride, it, I mean, take your pick of whatever villain you, you think deserves a ride. Mm-hmm. Personally, what I would do is try and I'm trying to put this into the best way I can here. Uh, try and take Jafar and his journey as a villain and mm-hmm. tell the story of Aladdin from his perspective Okay, in a villain-themed ride. So you have the, the, the concepts of him luring the Sultan into giving into his wants basically Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you have him turning into a snake imagine like uh like your jafar as the snake and you're striking at aladdin like that'd be pretty cool yeah and then him turning into uh the most powerful genie in the world and then him at the end of the day get shrunk down into the the lamp (laughs) and then aladdin or i'm sorry then you have the genie thumping his ass you know, to <laughs> kingdom come you know, for centuries to, to just think about what he's done with the Yago. So it's just, uh, it's, it's funny. Like there could be some comedy built into that. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm just trying to envision like how, how that would look for Jafar. And I think like we mentioned it in, in the, uh, uh, villain episode that I think Jafar uh, was by far a a great well-rounded villain 
So I I think it'd be a cool one for a a ride. Yeah. Yeah. I like the perspective idea. Uh, You know, the first person almost, you know. Um, One of my ideas was centered around uh, Dr. Facilier. And yes, yes. Like basically being lured into the voodoo lair, you know, like to go through that. And because it's like instant, right? Where you've got these like, it's just so recognizable. Yeah, it's just and be that oversized, very thematic, you know, green fog, uh, you know, just basically this scene straight from the movies, right? And just kind of go on a trip to the other side. Yeah, you know, all like the voodoo dolls everywhere. If yeah, it, hey, if if it doesn't start out with that song to begin with, I don't want it. Yeah, you know, no, it has to. You know, yeah. <laughs> but I, th- I feel like that could play. Like it could be, it could feel playful at first, just like he does, right? right. And then just go slowly unwind into this. Just you know, it could honestly turn into this kind of acid trip thing yeah. that you. It's at the end, you're just like, get me out of here, sort of thing, which I think would do exactly what it should do. Uh, so. Yeah, I think that would be a, a pretty cool, a pretty cool ride. Just to kind of go through that journey and try to escape, like get back to the real world. So that's a good one. Because <laughs> yeah. you think of all the twists and turns that even Doctor Facilier himself goes through. Yeah, if you're doing a first person one, like that'd yeah, be just really... like kind of you're just like along for the ride. Like he's kind of lured you in, you know, and um, you know it, and put you in that kind of perspective. Um, and then, yeah, having to deal with the other things that go go along with him. So, yeah, that's one of my. And I thought it would just be visually. I thought it would be pretty cool. You know. Yeah. So, I've got a I've got another one in mind that I yeah. just kind of drummed up as I was, um, you know, daydreaming. But um, <laughs> so you know how like on Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, Oogie Boogie's lair is underneath Lock, Shock, and Barrel's treehouse, yeah. right? So imagine it being like a somewhat of it, it, I would like it to be like a roller coaster because you know how they have like the pipes and stuff that they go right. down oh, to get yeah. the treehouse. But yep. they put like imagine having like the bathtub, the walking bathtub as your car. Mm. Oh and you man! Go down the pipes, go down all the little track work and stuff they got where they drop down into the lair, and then Oogie Boogie does his little song and and uh, just have all those antics going on with all the little bugs and stuff they got everywhere. Ooh, yeah! I feel like you, you could really make something out of that. Yeah, you'd you almost really you could. Could have that that um, kind of fun, you know, and it kind of ride at first, and then yeah. all of a sudden, like it, it you're in Oogie Boogie's lair, and yeah. now you're like, you know, um, yeah, that could be. I like that concept. I kind of like it too because you mentioned the treehouse. It kind of like pays the homage to the Swiss Family Robinson. Yes, treehouse yes. a little bit, you know, like and maybe so part kinda, of the cue could be them going. You go through the treehouse yes. and stuff. Oh, kinda, dude, yeah. You know, yeah, so it's it's like kind of plays on that. It's like, oh, we're making a play on the normal Disney World, right? Like we're making yeah. a play on the standard Disney World, but now it's oh man, we take this this twist. You heard it so. here first, October thirteenth, twenty twenty, proprietary of Off the Monorails Podcast LLC. Oh, I like the idea. I love the concept. Like, oh man, it'd be so good. It'd be so cool just to have Oogie Boogie in yeah. Magic Kingdom, right? right. Yeah. Like, and everyone give an animatronic for Christmas. Like, yes. Tim Burton deserves it. Yeah, come on. I mean, it's a big enough uh, 
you know, property that oh, is, a huge, is definitely huge. Con- conceptually it, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's beloved year round now, you know, it's, you know, it's part of culture, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I, yeah, I would love something centered around Oogie Boogie and that, I think that is a perfect incarnation of that, yeah. that like the tree house with the man. I, I'm just like sitting here now just thinking about this, like, Dude, this it's like, dude, I can envision it. Yeah. I should become an Imagineer. <laughs> Ryan, start working toward that, bud. <laughs> it's never too late. It's never, never too late. late. Huh. I'm surprised this idea hasn't came by Ryan, or maybe it has. He just had it slotted somewhere else. But think of Hades. Mm-hmm. Think of a think of a ride where, I mean, let's face it, you're in hell, okay? <laughs> and... <laughs> And you're down there with all those creepy. So I'm just at work, huh? Old, right, right. Yeah, adult life. <laughs> but um, like, think of whenever uh, Hercules risked his own life and, and went down there for that strand of hair to to not get cut. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Imagine a ride that brings you through all the emotional turmoil to get to that point, just like the movie did. And you live to see another day at the end of it, but you're seeing all this from Hades' perspective. So you got mm-hmm. like the blue flames everywhere. You've got yeah those creepy another one, old women. Yeah, another one that just the theming of it and the the visuals could play a huge part in it. And I know sure. Imagineers could have some so much fun with that one. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, what do you guys think about? Uh, you know, I was thinking you know, because they've, you know, they're, they've done, you know, the Maleficent films right. and now, and so like, okay, I could see something around Maleficent a little bit, especially because they already paid to, you know, they give her the dragon, you know, some representation already and, and right. parades and stuff and have for a few years. But with the new Snow White film mm-hmm. coming out, I th- couldn't you see them going like realistically doing something with the evil queen? And I, I know you said something to, to, you know, to involve a few different characters, including the evil queen, Justin, but right. I think like something, especially because Snow white they're, they're you know, doing the, the real the live action, the real yeah. live action version of it. Um, I think, I think they could, I could easily see them saying, okay, like, all right, well, we're going to put some eggs in this basket of IP now and, and almost do uh, kind of make a play between the, the, the animated version and the live version. Yeah. I was about to say, if they pull it off correctly, I could 100% see Disney look into that for real. Like, I wonder if you could, they could play it into like, you start out in the live version and then, like she puts a spell on you or something, and then you're now in the animated version. Oh, that'd be awesome! And then you know, like it. But does that it, force Disney into a box to have to tell the same story in the live action one, though? No, I don't think so because you know that she's. I mean, it, it's going to be a similar story. Right. I, I, I think it's. You know, I don't think I don't expect it to follow. You know exactly to the to the i'm thinking of how like film. they did yeah, maleficent like pay homage to both films but like in, in different gotcha. portions where it's not like overtelling the same storyline again it's like it 
transitions after the spell is cast that you it, it pays homage to the the original animated film yeah and i think it's a chance for them to to sh- to show off both both styles and yeah. kind of just that it's like an excuse to something happens right and yeah. you always got to have something happen on on these types of you know attractions and so and then i definitely want like the creepy the creepy old witch yeah. It's part of this experience. Got to. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's where kind of my head went with that. It's like, all right, well, maybe could, they could blend these two uh, films and then give us an overall experience with this IP. And oh, if I'm being honest, I, I think I'm looking forward to seeing how they pull off that part of the Evil Queen more than anything with this new movie. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah, because so. they're going to have a hard time making Gal Gadot, uh look terrifying i'm just gonna say that like i said i'm just i'm just <laughs> interested to see i'm interested to see how they pull it off and and depending on the success of it i think i in real life i think disney mm-hmm. could look into doing something and updating maybe seven George mind train you know who knows yeah yeah i've i've got another concept here and it's kind okay. of along the lines of where jordan was talking about the integration of of ips in the in the parks now so um, with Animal Kingdom having the most um, IP integration, you know, as far as concepts, you know, coming in the near future with Dinoland USA kind of diminishing. Right. If they need to phase out the dinosaur ride, I have a great idea for this. And I've actually already thought up a name for it. Okay. But have it centered up around the Lion King, but through Scar. Mm, yeah. And it be Scar's Elephant Graveyard Escape. Oh, oh. So it's kind of like a journey through the Pride Lands while yeah. it's, you know, Dude, uh, yeah. in ruins. And you're through the elephant graveyard and you encounter hyenas and whatever else. And then at the end, there's like this glorifying moment of like the Pride Lands turning green again and Simba taking over. I think that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be cool. That uh, would be awesome. But you think about how that ride's already laid out. That would be a oh, great, yeah. like. Absolutely. Just a journey through the elephant graveyard. Because there's yeah. there's certain moments of dinosaur where it, you know it it gets pretty rough, so it would be very um, similar in in like hell yeah it's rough yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've never rode that ride but I've heard plenty oh much my about goodness. it. Goodness, it, it's just, it slings you everywhere. Bring a neck yeah. pillow. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's crazy. You gotta like hang on for dear life on that thing. It's like yeah. flying over a thunderstorm in a regional jet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I really like that idea. And you know, visually, uh, you know, we just discussed the art of animation resort and going through some of those photos with the elephant graveyard is like, yeah, perfect, perfect uh, scenario to got to go through. Um, and yeah, that'd be visually stunning too. And it's yeah, an IP be. that makes sense. Yeah. Know? Yep. Absolutely. Especially yeah, there right. Like it makes sense there. So maybe why this isn't necessarily in the uh, the the Disney villain area that they're kind of pie in the sky um, Magic Kingdom idea. It's it's definitely an idea that fits into Animal Kingdom and could do, you know, I think could be very well done. So so I I kind of pondered the idea of because uh, I I know my kid. Ryan's kids, uh, we all like uh, Wreck It Ralph, mm-hmm. and uh, 
that movie is is so good front to back anyways but wouldn't it be fun to have a a ride or an attraction after wreck it ralph and have a king candy thing seen in there i still think they should do a ride around like just the racing yeah i don't know why we haven't had that attraction yet he was a very well thought out villain Mm -hmm. uh i love how they portrayed that character and i would love to see something like that for especially the kids like that's that's a villain that they could get behind and 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 enjoy where it's not so scary for them i'm trying to think of like as a kid's mindset because i mean me and ryan you know with the film that we've talked about for the longest time that we used to watch as kids when it got to that that creepy scene with the trees and the evil witch uh or the evil queen as the old woman oh yeah yeah it it, it was it was creepy for us i'm just trying to think of something like that the kids could enjoy without it being too scary sure yeah i um i don't know if this would be popular because you know it already has an attraction a little bit at animal kingdom um but uh, an attraction around hopper yeah and like taking flight with all the grasshoppers mm-hmm. i Let's think ride. would be really cool yeah. you know like you're just in this little like simulation type thing in front of a in front of a screen where you're flying with them and kind of thud and land down you know like right just crashing through i I don't know i don't know the premise of what it would be but i think just the overall action of doing that uh would be would be pretty cool and i mean you kind of it kind of i'm sure it would bother some people because you know you'd have that little that buzzing a little bit and that right the vibration and i feel like that would bother people because it would probably feel like you have bugs on you so not wrong that also okay i think kind of add to it a little bit like it kind of is like a a little bit of a a creepy thing to even have to like to ride but and then you then you're you're part of the the group of grasshoppers with hopper at at the helm so yep i don't i don't know if they would ever come to fruition because a bug's life is so such an old uh ip now um and it's not very popular especially when it comes to the ride at animal kingdom but right i do think it would still be a pretty cool experience i think if it was designed right i think it would have garnered some you know interest uh i just feel like how they put themselves on a box you know for insects you know how how do you pull Mm -hmm. something off in the parks that a movie is based around insects so it, it it's kind of difficult and I, I, I applaud them for attempting, but yeah, um, I just think the way it was executed is what makes it lackluster. Um, but that concept, I, I 100% get where you're coming from with it. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. Um, let me throw something else at you because this is going to be a callback to uh, when we did the villain episode, okay. uh, you know, through different perspectives. I want to, Throw it to Chernabog. Yeah. Think of what they could do for Fantasia. Yeah. And let me let me let me paint this picture a little bit better for you. Think of what they have done with 
uh, uh, Philhar Magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Couldn't you see it? Yeah. I can yeah. 100% see I'd that. I'd shit my pants thing. if Chernobog. Right, up. right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it would feel like real, like it's there. And with the 3D effect, you can only imagine what kind of scenes they could throw at you. Yeah. So, and, and let's face it, uh, there's already enough Fantasia going on with Philhar Magic that you already have a slight taste of it. Yeah. And they pull it off really cool. So imagine adding the dark elements of it. That mm-hmm. would be neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's where you know, I think that would be a perfect play to wrap into your I'm gonna call it like your mixed haunted house. Yeah. Just like, you know, kind of have that twist to it, I think would be pretty insane. Yeah, uh, there's a reason. Uh, yeah, he's he's the scariest to me. You know, it's just like that. Yeah, that would freak me out. Especially <laughs> if they create him as the larger than life aspect. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, they get yeah. they have to make him beefy. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. My man, my man likes beef. You know. <laughs> and uh, that'd be really neat. Yeah, I do. I do like the idea of involving him somewhere somehow. Uh, because you, people don't think about him either. I don't no. you know, Yeah, but I mean, he's one of the oldest villains, and you know, it's just yeah, it's just so creepy. Anything else you guys thought of? I've 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 tried to let Ryan get catch this one, and he hasn't caught on to it yet. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Percival C. McLeach, give me some rescuers down under. From Percival's perspective, I don't think we're ever going to get a Rescuers Down Under IP inspired ride. Bro. Unfortunately, the most love that that movie gets in any of the parts oh, is they play the song in the yeah. land pavilion. Hey, and honestly, that themed in that concept could go with the dinosaur ride too. It could. I mean, yeah. you could be in his little poacher vehicle with all the, um, you know, yeah. all the it stuff could, could, on the back and the cage. He's already uh, existing, if you know, yeah, property there. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Percy McLeach's Outback Excursion. <laughs> <laughs> what um, what restaurant or something like that would you would you like to see? Oh man, villain themed. Oh yeah, it's got to be in the villain land. Oh man, Oogie Boogie's Bug Buffet. <laughs> <laughs> Oogie Boogie's Buffet of mischievous creatures. Yeah. <laughs> Um, man, that's a good Dang, question. That's actually. a good question. Uh, damn. Cause you kind of already like, cause, uh, I would say artist point kind of covers snow white already as it is. Um, so that one can, that one already kind of, you know, is a wash. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I've got a great one, but there's some comedy. I think that will be more played out than there would be the evil darkness of it. What is that? Crunk and Yzma's kitchen yeah because crunk is he liked to cook so yeah yeah that's what i was trying to find i was trying to think of characters that that involve cooking some way somehow yeah i mean you could you could do the chef in ratatouille yeah um chef skinner i mean you could technically do that a little bit if you wanted to um oh i do have one so they could do this as like a quick service concept and it could serve like um, chili and soups and like simple stuff, but it could be Robin hood and little John's camp. Yes. Yes. 
because yes. they're always cooking like a, a big pot of stew or something over a campfire. Mm-hmm. It'd be pretty cool. You know, have like an outside yeah. dining area with like trees and stuff and have like a little fire pit. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you could do, um, you could do, uh, like Madame Mim. Yeah. Yes. Like, I'm what would she somebody mention her? Yeah. Just, well, yeah. I mean, just like, I mean, I was thinking like, just take some of the like, basically like her making like potions. Filet mm-hmm. of pink dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, could, it could be a cocktail stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Then it could serve like little desserts. Well, I've already, I've already mentioned it, but I mean, if we're talking about food, King Candy. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yep. Candy shop. Yeah. I take it to the candy shop. Percy McLeach's Poacher's Outpost, and it specializes <laughs> in like steak. <laughs> it's just different exotic. All meats. it is, yeah, it's just ex- yes, yeah, like ostrich. <laughs> yeah, exotic <laughs> birds, steaks. Oh man, <laughs> let us. Oh dream. man, right? I, I I wish that they would um because like I feel like which they shouldn't because they're kids movies, but I feel like the villains you don't get enough backstory on them. Yeah, to really. Yeah, and that's why I think they could concepts behind them. Yeah, and I think that's see, I think that's a way that they can build these rides. Yeah, and try right like that they could kind of provide you a little bit more backstory. And let's be honest, right? Like I could easily see them doing more live action mm-hmm. to build backstories. They're gonna yep. do it. They are. I mean, they're gonna do it with um, with Mufasa, right? Yep. So they're going to build his backstory as a live action. Couldn't you easily see them Scar. doing a live action with Scar or live oh, action yeah. with Jafar, live oh. action with Dr. Facilier? I mean, any of these people, they technically they kind of did it with Cruella DeVille already. Yeah. Yep. They really so did. if and that was and a great movie, too, they did it with, they did it with it. Maleficent, you know, they so they could do uh, it. Hello, Disney Plus. Yeah, they've already. Yeah, they've already been down this road. <laughs> Uh, so they could very well do it again. And I think that just enhances or increases the chances of them building attractions based off of those characters. Well, and I it also, help. Yeah, it also extends the life of Disney plus. I mean, it gives them so many things well, that they Disney can plus is on. not going anywhere. Oh, I know. No, that's the they own Amazon. too many things. Yeah. They own too many things now. But yeah. that's what I'm saying is like, you add that to the collection. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even have to bring it to the theaters. Just release it on your own platform now speaking of i wanted to bring this up because we kind of got away from the uh the food topic you know we got food tracked but uh i want to i want to bring it back to that because i think we skipped out on one that deserves a mention okay tamatoa imagine a seafood restaurant themed after tamatoa but he's a crab i know (laughs) so you'd be eating him but he does like, he, does like he eats fish. He eats fish dinners. You look like seafood. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> fish dinners. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I would love to see some more just general uh, placement of the villains. And maybe not even in the villain themed area, but just in general. Right. right. Like, I wish I had more representation of like Monsters Inc. Right. Like, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor is okay to me. It's not a right. great attraction whatsoever, but I would love to see something that involved Randall and, you know, Water News and all those people. You know, like um, the one that they have in Disneyland and uh, over in uh, Tokyo 
those are some really cool Monsters Inc. inspired right. attractions. Yes. And the animatronics are awesome. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I want some some more involvement of all these characters, honestly. So let me let me throw a couple of questions at you and some scenarios. Would you want these characters to be roaming? Or would you rather have them be a meet and greet? That's the first question. Number two, what part could you see them being more visible and have a better presence in for Walt Disney World? I think Monsters, Inc., in my opinion, is a better fit for like Hollywood Studios than it is Magic Kingdom. Because I think we've already had this conversation about how Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor barely belongs in Tomorrowland. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Um Hollywood Studios to me kind of captures a more of the whimsical side of like, you know, the fantasy side of Disney. You know, even though fantasy land is a thing in Magic Kingdom, that's more of like fairy tale fantasy. But Hollywood Studios kind of encapsulates a lot more of the sci fi ish, you know, themed, which Monsters Inc. is. Um, I I think I'd rather have the characters roaming, really, than than in a fixed meeting greet. Yeah, I think it. I mean, think about Galaxy's Edge. Give mm-hmm. me that, right? Like, give yeah. me mm-hmm. the random interactions. All of a sudden, with one of these, you know, with one of these uh, villains, with especially with their, I'm going to say that with their minions, you know, like with their sidekicks, I think would be incredible. Um, going to that idea though. Uh, this is going to be away from the villains a little bit, but don't you think that they could take that section of Tomorrowland? Because, I mean, besides, if you look at where Laflor is, you got that area, you got Buzz Lightyear building that you could use, mm-hmm. and you could take the the building across this across the walkway, the old Stitch Ride. You could take all that and. I think you could actually build like a little like monstropolis a little bit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you could do several different um, Monsters Inc. attractions there. Or put a Harryhausen somewhere and have another. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Give me a little monstropolis. You give me, you give me Monsters Inc. And then, and I don't care what we do inside there, but I'm going inside Monsters Inc. And then, and I literally just have monsters roaming in that area, yep. like literally just all over the place. And then I go and grab something to eat, uh, some sushi from Harryhausen's. Yeah, or imagine like the Monsters Inc. ride being like a journey through the door storage, like oh yeah, flying, oh just man, like yeah, across all those different tracks, and awesome. you know. You end up at Boo's door, and there's yeah. kind of like a little interaction there where you get to a room and look around, and yeah, <laughs> Mama, but- there's that gator again. <laughs> yeah, end up at the camper in Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, that's a good concept. I, I, that's actually pretty good, dude. Yeah, because it, it it takes away right. I mean, I love the the Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger ride. My son loves it. But in the day, it still doesn't fit. You know, it barely fits in Tomorrowland. And I think that would then give them the excuse to utilize all that space and it's kind of be tucked in that in its own little corner of Tomorrowland. Yeah. So, AKA, so, so what Ryan and Jordan are saying is hey, attention, Imagineers, knock, 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 knock. 
trash Tomorrowland. <laughs> just throw it away. Just half of it. Start over. <laughs> Everything but Space Mountain and Carousel, and Carousel is hanging by a thread with me. Yeah, and Tron will be there. People Mover's there. Though. Don't forget about People Mover. People Mover and the Astro Orbiter. Yeah, that Orbiter is scary, bro. Way too high. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so way too small. Yeah, you know, I got it. Like, oh, get it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not a fun one to get into or out of. If you had a five point harness, would you feel more safe? No, because then I wouldn't be able to get out at all. More claustrophobic. Yeah, <laughs> my knees are already to my chin. <laughs> like, I think yeah. we nailed down some good concepts, though. Like, yeah, some of these could very well, like, it, like if Imagineers got a hold of it, like, could really stick. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm interested to see what happens. That's for sure. I hope we. You know, this isn't just pie in the sky, and one day we get to see some of these ideas come to life, and maybe just maybe they're a little close to some of the things that we threw out. So it's fun to think about, especially after they teased us with what they did at a D twenty three. So yeah, it's fun to to conceptualize and ponder what might be. You know, never yeah, know. there's no way they don't tease it if they haven't already allocated. Oh, one hundred percent. So, or at we'll least have talks of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, this was, this was, this was fun. I, I like these uh, theme park uh, concepts and land concepts. So absolutely. It's yeah. a good conversation. Yeah. So uh, with that being said, guys, uh, we'd, uh, before we go today, uh, we would just like to remind you to go check out off the monorails.com. Go check out the website, go check, go read the blog, uh, go shop some merch. We've got some, uh, off the monorails merchandise available for sale. Uh, some of us got our logo on it just to help support the cause here. Uh, and others, we got just some fun, uh, unique designs. So if you like some fun t-shirts or some hats and bags uh, to go to the parks or hell, just the grocery store, uh, you can, uh, you can definitely find something that should uh, tickle your fancy. And uh, by getting some of that merchandise, uh, you definitely uh, support the show uh, and it goes right back to our abilities to bring you more and more content. So definitely check out the shop. Got something for everyone there and including uh, some uh, holiday inspired, you could say, merchandise. We've got some of the, some Halloween picks with uh, Sid's Toy Creations and the Skeleton Dance Party. And coming soon, we'll have some uh, Christmas inspired designs. Ayo. So, so stay tuned for that. So very excited about some of the ideas there. So uh, go check that out. Uh, make sure you are following us on all the socials, as we mentioned previously, at Off the Monorails. Uh, go check out our YouTube channel if you've, and subscribe if you haven't done so. It helps the algorithm. Uh, go check out all of our videos there. Leave us some comments. And um, that helps uh, steer the ship a little bit for us as well and bringing you different types of content as we like to do. Absolutely. And, and, um, and also uh, go check out um, in the episode description, go check out some of the companies that we're working with. We've got some really cool uh, brands that are making some really cool products um, like 1901 candle co. Uh, they make Disney scented candles. So they're all their scents are inspired by Disney characters and by pop culture icons. And they basically bring magic directly to your home. So 
All their candles are made in small batches. That ensures quality and consistency. They use a prepare. They use a proprietary wax blend um, that makes great candles, longer burning candles. So the the you're gonna get what you pay for, and um, all that. their and all their scents are original scents. So you have some great stuff. I love the fall on Main Street. I've been burning that. You know, I've been burning it because I've told you before in other episodes. Um, just, uh, you go get you some uh, when you go to order be sure to use the link in the episode description there is a discount code there uh, use that discount code save yourself some money they're going to give you 15% off your order just for listening to us so go check them out and uh, you're, you'll be helping out a small company as well so uh, they we do appreciate uh, our ability to work with them um, also uh, check out um Electric City Roasting Co. They have a link also in the episode description, and they're going to give you 20% off. Um, and uh, hold on. Uh, go check out Electric City Roasting Co. Uh, they There's a link in the episode description. Uh, they make some great small batch coffees. They're out of Scranton, Pennsylvania, and they've got something for everybody. And Absolutely. whether you want ground coffee, whether you want whole bean, whether you want K-cups, whether you want five-pound bags uh, of bulk, uh, you can you can get it all. They got some great roasts, some great flavors, and nothing too crazy. Just really good coffee beans. They'll and, be Folgers any day. Oh, trust yeah. me. Yeah. The only thing crazy is their crazy good seasonal blends. My it's, goodness, it's so good. Um, this you order it, it gets to you very quickly, so you can enjoy that cup of coffee sooner, and uh, it's fresher that way too. It gets to you real quick is to you fresh so go check them out if you enjoy coffee like we do uh, if you do check them out uh, be sure to use the code otm coffee 20 for 20 percent off your very first order through them again you can find the link in the episode description worth it we've also got some other companies we're working with you can find the episode description uh companies that basically are based around travel so think of anything that you could uh some clothing some uh, bags protection uh all that uh you need to protect your gear while you're on the move. Uh, we've got uh, in case if you want to take a look at some clothing and technical wear, you've got Viore, you've got Western Rise. So go check all those companies out. Uh, we've got Spy Optics. They can help uh, take care of your eyes. Uh, so go check all those companies out again in the episode description below. And uh, if you'd like to help the show, you can contribute by buying us a coffee. Uh, click the support button in the episode description or on our website. And when you click that support button, you can, you'll give, you will be given the option to buy us a coffee or two. And by doing so that those contributions go directly to the show. And again, our ability to go to uh, awesome events like the holiday party and uh, the Christmas party and bring you back content, feedback, uh, recaps, reviews, whether you want to live vicariously, whether you're thinking about spending your own money to go to the events, uh, let us help you make that decision. And uh, by, by buying us a coffee, uh, you help us, you enable us to go do those things. So we appreciate everyone that's contributed so far. Um, if you'd like to go contribute, we would really appreciate that. And before we close out, uh, if your podcast platform has a support or a rating system, by all means, take the time. Give us some ratings, stars, yeah, comments. Stars. Yeah, we, we work hard for the stars. So be honest. You know, let us know what we deserve. 
uh, in your opinion, and then uh, leave us some feedback. Some comments uh, will definitely help steer the direction and help us uh, hone our craft with the podcast and make sure that we uh, we're generating content that you want to hear. So uh, by submitting that information, you directly help you know mold us. You know we're we're like clay, so all your ratings and comments help help mold us into better podcasters and give you better information. Yep. And uh, once again, make sure and follow us on all of the social media platforms, uh, whether that be Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, Instagram is our daily driver. That's where we'll be pushing a lot of our personalized content. And, um, you know, make sure you smash that thumbs up, ring the bell, whatever you got to do. Uh, anytime we post something or go live, uh, it's going to be there on YouTube. We are off the monorails podcast. But we are always constantly just filtering new new content out there, so uh, it's all for your enjoyment. I hope you get there. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the day, we are here to help you, help guide you, help you live vicariously, and help you experience Disney World to the highest uh, ability. So we appreciate everyone that's listening so far. If you're a new listener, welcome to the show. Thank you for your time. We really appreciate it. I hope to have you back soon. And with that being said, we'll catch you next week. I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails. And happy Halloween.